2: 7, six, five, four, 3, 2, 1. And it's live. Good evening, fellow Fox fans. How are we doing? Uh, I hope you're doing better than uh, than we are at this end. And apologies for being a little bit late. Uh, we've got a couple of the older uh, internet gremlings um, getting in. We need. I need my son to come in and turn me on and turn me off again. Yeah, that didn't sound right, did it? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, right. Hey, extra time. Three all Croatia, Spain. Come on, Croatia. Let's get these big guns out. Netherlands, goodbye. It's, the, it's, like, it's like the parting of the Red Sea just for England to walk on through and pick up the trophy on the 11th of July. Yeah, right. That in mind, what do you think of Southgate? Should he stay? Should he go? Join us at 10.15. We've got a special on the eve of us playing the Germans again. We're going to have a bit of a chat about uh, Gareth and uh, what he's doing for the England team. But this isn't about Gareth. This is about Leicester City, and it's one of these. Give me five from Leicester Till I Die TV. Join in as we look at the good, the bad, and even the ugly. Leicester City with Chris and Chumps. It is, and we are live on low L- L- YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Remember, if you see a button, give it a press, a sub, a like, a notify. Just get me going and press my buttons, please. Lester till I die, the group on Facebook and at Leicester T I D on the old um Twitter sphere um let's just say hello to a few people before we start miss molina good evening i know you're working or it's good afternoon over there in uh in uh, north america um but uh, thanks for joining us <laughs> working watching the game and doing this you see women can multitask can not they daniel good evening thank you very much sir um i <laughs> hope you've worked your formation out now 442 not a diamond remember david good evening how the devil are you sir thanks for joining us um right well let me bring my colleagues in because it's been a bit of a um interesting start so we'll bring brad in and say good evening brad
1: evening chris yeah i'm the emergency substitute that's been
2: <laughs> <up> <laughs> you, you you are the david fairclough or the Jim Melrose, you are the Jim Melrose of the uh, of the team. I tell you what, we might as well just move in together, you and me. I think we're like spending the whole the whole week together.
1: Yeah, we got we got about four days of me constantly appearing <laughs> on here. People are gonna get sick of my face and the voice. Yeah. Hey,
2: brothers from a different mother, mate. Brothers from a different mother. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed at oh Spain have finally gone ahead. Bloody hell. Dean, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, And we're going to bring Matt in Fingers crossed Fingers crossed that it's working Matt Can you hear me okay Yes, you give me heart attacks mate Put put an extra penny in the meter I know, I'll have to stop paying the broadband girl won't I yeah, I, don't know, I don't know whether you live in the middle of nowhere or what have you got. You should have voted Labour. have got a free board band then.
1: Get yourself a more athletic <laughs> hamster to power the wheel, mate. That'll help as, well as well. That's
0: a, yeah, The kids aren't working hard enough on the treadmill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is it. This Honestly, kids these days, what's the point of them? Right, so basically, guys... Uh, we're going to be looking at the best 20 signings. Now, Matt has obviously thought this through because he's had time. Brad, we dropped him in it because, like I say, he's there just in case In case your broadband goes again. Um And, of course, people, some, there's going to be some signings on there. I'm sure the people, why didn't you put him on? Why didn't you put him? We, You know, if you put every single signing, we'd still be doing this at the end of the Euros. So we've gone for 20 that I think are reasonably good. And we're going to do it a bit like um, we did the show the other week, but like the X Factor chair. So we're going to have five, and we'll put them in one to five. And then as we go through others, you can either add them in or not add them in and put them in. And you can put them in at any position and drop anybody else out. I don't know if that makes sense at all.
1: Yeah, I watched the one you did with Craig. I've got an idea, I mean, if we're going to put someone in, who are we knocking out? Yeah. kind of build it that way. Yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got an idea. it Yeah.
2: Can I just say hello to Rich Sports? How the devil are you, sir? And Malina was an Arsenal fan. Rich Sports, Man United fan. They've come in here to see, you know, if there's any pickings on our uh, you know, signings that that they could probably pick up in a in a in a season or two. <laughs>
1: the, uh, yeah. There's a few players that we might pick on here that, even though they're in the 40s and 50s, would still do a better job than some of their 11s. So they best keep an eye out.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I even one or two that are that uh, are retired, eh, uh, Matt?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, there are some, uh, you know, without giving too much away, there's some really good, fantastic signings in this list. Some of which, you know, would be good if we could re-sign them again in in June, like sort of 20 years oh. ago when they're in their prime.
2: I know. Well, could uh, you imagine? I was looking at some of those and I was thinking, like, oh my god, did we re- really have him? But uh, right, let us. um just bring the chart in. Um, who should we start with? I tell you what I'm going to do because we've got some older ones there which I remember, but um, uh, Brad probably doesn't because being a little spring chicken. Um, not saying that you're old, of course, Matt, but I'm going to start. Believe it or not, and I'm going to only because I can drop this in. My ex neighbor, my ex neighbor Lenny Glover. Matt, what do you? Can you tell us about Lenny Glover?
0: Well, I think he'll go to the uh, number one spot at the minute. Um, You know, there's nobody else there, so he can go there. I think, you know, Lenny Glover seemed to be, um, again, I I didn't watch him play, but he seemed to be a good player. He was, you know, part of uh, a team in the 70s that was known as an entertaining side. Um, Didn't win a lot. Um, but you know he was part of that. I think he was a bit of a character as well in the city of Leicester at the clubs as well. Uh, you know, with with Birch and the others in those days.
2: Yes, yeah, he uh, he, he had a bit of a post football um, interest time as well, didn't he? If uh, if the rumours are to be believed, um, do you? I don't suppose you remember him, do you, Matt? Uh, Brad?
1: No, I don't. I'm I'm too young to remember him. But uh, due to my Eagerness as a kid and fondness of the club I, I know bits of him by things that I've seen written about him some some articles and some historic facts that up are that, uh, up and around you know, the stadium so I know bits of his career at Leicester I know he was greatly admired by a lot of supporters and I know he did he was quite the, I believe he was quite the flash man in, uh, on the pitch wasn't he? Uh, Glover, yeah. I uh, so I understand why he's definitely made this top Twenty, Um I'd have to take Matt's word and your word for it if you argue him to get in the top five overall. But I'm I'm happy to see him because he's he's a name I recognise, even though yes. I never saw
2: him play. I mean, I, obviously, I would put him in there just because I, I used to walk his dog. But um, he, he was a, he was a bit of a nippy winger, a nippy winger before we had a nippy winger. And talking of nippy wingers, we'll put Steve Guppy in. Let's bring Steve Guppy in now. To my mind, an amazing buy, one of O'Neill's uh, better ones. Not, yeah, it was it was a good signing.
0: He um, was it was strange because he uh, he was one of those who was signed for Newcastle by Kevin Keegan, um, and he, he left pretty soon after because they abolished the reserve team. Um, So he went back down the leagues, and then it was, um, I think O'Neill had worked with him at Wickham, and then he re-signed him for Leicester, and he came into the Premier League quite late in his career, um, ended up becoming a regular for us in that wing-back role, and then he made, I think it was one appearance he made for England, Um, so he was was a really good player. He was cheap as well, I can't remember the exact amount, about half a million or something like that, or a million pounds was was the amount. Yeah. Um I mean in terms of the the signings, um I put him number one at the minute because I know more about him than than Glover. Um yeah. maybe he was a good player, but you know, this isn't about the best players, this is about the best signings. So yes. I think yeah. for some of the others will be looking at the impact that they made on the club. And while he was a good player, I can't remember any you know he scored the odd goal and there's one against Chelsea with his right foot he bented in, but I can't think of You know, many games that he sort of single-handedly won or dragged us through, like some of the other players on that list.
2: Oh, you make me feel so old now. (laughs) You you do. Um, I mean the to me, here we go. This this this, this, Dean Dean's backing me. Dean's another uh, old fogey like me here. Um Guppy second uh, behind only Beckham for assists at one time. Always delivered a cross, and that's all you want as a forward. Yeah, I mean, Dean would probably agree with me here. He could literally he he should have had he not been playing for Leicester. It's that all saying I think he would have played for England a hell of a lot more. He it was abominable that he wasn't picked for England. He could pick a cross out, and yet he got he got the odd goal for us, But he could pick a cross out like you wouldn't believe. He was just oh you know and obviously he followed uh, followed martin o'neill to celtic but he made I mean, he made 140 plus appearances for us again brad i'm sure you're going on 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 sort of youtube and memories alone
1: no i uh, steve mm-hmm. you know my, my age actually has steve guppy was fond memories i i was i was born just before o'neill came in i was around the whole right little uh, and 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 that era so yeah. when i when i what my first honest memories of Leicester were when they gained promotion in 96 and i will more argue on the fact that uh, steve guppy was if you asked a player from today's squad to be compared to a squad back then we have mm. one of the most cursed positions in my opinion on the left side of midfield Harvey Barnes, had he had he not gotten injured, should have been going to the Euros, had he not been injured and been able to pick. Mark, Mark all Brighton, criminally underrated, should have got more caps or caps for England entirely. And they both get compared to Steve Guppy. He was phenomenal yeah. on that wing. There are so many memories I have of Steve Guppy. I remember the, the game that I think Matt was on about against Chelsea. And I think in that game, it was ironic because we scored an own goal and they scored an own goal. And Steve Guppy got the ball. And I was screaming at the TV for Leicester to shoot. And he bent it round Ed De Hoy, who at the time was probably one of, if not the best goalkeeper, arguably in the Premiership. And he did that for fun against Chelsea. And I have such fond memories of Steve Guppy. And I agree. His stats, if he'd have been anywhere else, would have got him picked for England a hundred times more than what he was picked. He was criminally undervalued, Um not particularly by Leicester, but by England himself. And I, I would easily put him ahead purely on memory, if nothing else, but I would put him number one on that list over yeah. I, I think he's a good contender for top five because he was... He was,
2: was £850,000 um we paid for him. And yeah. um, he yeah, got his one and only England bad. cap. And Kevin Keegan described him as a little bit like a left-sided David Beckham. I mean, Matt, there's no better compliment than that, is there?
0: No, there's not. Um, I mean, he, he was a good player, um, but I think that team that he came into, they were all good players. Um, yeah. And and you know he he definitely played his part um, to the success. I Think he was it ninety seven he joined.
2: Uh Yes. Yeah. February 97. I think yeah. as we look at this, though, like you said earlier, as a signing is how we compare him. And I just think, you know, what would he be worth in this day and age? You know, mm. he's, uh you know, he, he's well, I don't think you get much change personally out of, you know, 15 odd million. But um, maybe
1: may, may, for him with what he was able to do. Honestly, probably, yes. Did. I think you did at least get thirty million, but I understand where you're both coming from with making it a transfer and what he you know how great for signing it was. It was something that he became a great player over yes. time more than more than more than that. I mean, he was
2: 850,000 with what he did. This guy, Matt, cost won 8,550th of that cost I probably got that totally wrong. It was a free. Mark Albrighton got to be one of the best ever signings by any club in the Premier League, surely.
0: Yeah, I'd put Mark Albrighton number one on that list um, at the minute. You know, Like you say, he didn't cost us anything. Um, at the time, he left Villa, um, who I think they, they were in a relegation battle, weren't they? Um, yes and he came to us uh you know he was he was just fantastic he played his part in that great escape team um he played his part in the championship winning team and then what's quite interesting with all brighton is he seems to have when a new manager comes in he seems to be the one who misses out for a bit but he always forces his way back into the team mm-hmm. and earlier this season he was going through a a spell where he was just absolutely fantastic, and if he was five years younger, I think he'd have been picked for, for England. Um, yeah, you know, he's brilliant, he, he can defend, he can go forward. And you know, you talk about Guppy and his crossing ability. All Brighton, I think, is playing in, in the wrong era, really, for his crossing ability because we don't play as you know. If, imagine if we had a, a Heskey or a Ewan Roberts or a Steve Walsh up front to get oh. on the end of all Brighton's crosses, and you imagine yes. what his. Record would be like now, Um, but you know, fantastic player. Didn't cost a penny either, and you know, for him to have been involved, and he played a big part in three, you know, major milestones in Leicester's history. He's he's got to be at at the top in terms of the impact that he's made as a signing and value for money.
2: I'm salivating at the thought of him on one side and Guppy on the other. Can you imagine that? But Brad, I mean, he admits himself when a new manager comes in, it does take time to sort of, or they take, you know, a while to sort of understand what he's about and how he plays and what have you. But, you know, he's he's still playing now, still an impact sub. I say a bit of a freebie. Aston Villa must be kicking themselves.
1: Yeah, a lot of Villa fans were bemused and annoyed uh, that he was sold uh, in the first place, and probably even more so, the fact that it was sold to someone they consider it somewhat of a rival in, in Leicester, mm-hmm. and he's just Mr. Reliable, isn't he? We, you yeah. know, there's certain times in 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 your in your life when you support a club that that a player like that gets brought in, kind of to a point. It reminds me of James Milner. There's never a fan of Liverpool that any time, no matter how old James Milner seems to get, that if he comes on the pitch, they're always, they're, they're never thinking, "Oh God, it's James Milner; he's going to completely kill the game." Now he's going to stop us. They think, "Oh, James Milner, great he's coming on; he's he's so good at what he does," and that's exactly what you get from all Brighton. Um, like I said, with the, in regards to Guppy, criminally underrated; should have got more caps than he's ever got uh, for his national country. And we have been blessed with a guy that came to us for nothing uh, and has been worth every single penny that we pay him every week for what he does. He <laughs> comes in no matter what and earns his way back in. He's it's, 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 it's brilliant what he does.
2: I, I thought you were going to say that he was worth every penny we paid for him. Yeah, I really say... did. And then I remembered that. And then I was like, he's he's,
1: well, he's earning every week, Brad, because he's got
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think a deserved number one uh, up there at the moment. Um, let's go right, right back. Um, won a World Cup medal while he was at Leicester City. Um, Mr. Gordon Banks, some would say the best goalkeeper there's ever been. Uh, Pelly would probably um, say on that. Chesterfield, he came from, he played 290 uh, odd games, 293 games for us. Um, didn't manage to score a goal, uh, uh, <laughs> Matt, but I think we'll, uh, we'll forgive him that, won't we?
0: Yeah, I'm sure he saved plenty. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I, I mean, you know,
0: again, you talk about players and Gordon Banks has got to be up there, like you say, with one of the best goalkeepers of all time um, mm. and easily one of the best goalkeepers ever to play for Leicester. I think we've been spoiled for goalkeepers over the years um, yes. because, you, you know, you can chuck Shilton and... Uh, Schmeichel into that equation as well. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of impact that he had, um, I, he joined Leicester at a strange time, didn't he? Because we were, when he joined, I think, uh, you know, we were struggling. Was it sec- in the second division, weren't we? Um, I and think then he it was
2: might have been, yes.
0: part of the team that got the club promoted. He was part of that team in 63, the Ice Kings, who um, almost won the double. Um, I think they were top and favourites to, with about three or four games to play and then ended up finishing fourth in the league and losing to Man United in the cup final. You now, he would have been a big part of all that success. The first trophy for the club in uh, 64 when they won the League Cup. Um, you know, he was a massive part of that. And then he left, obviously, to step aside to, what was, Shilton, like 16, 17 years old. He stepped yes. aside to the next goalkeeper to come in and i think you've got to you know look at Shilton and think the career that he's had yes. in development probably helped by the fact that he had somebody like golden banks to learn off from such a young age um and yes. i would mean, put him in i've put him in second in that list
2: I mean, Brad. You know, you could. It's a bit like saying, right? Well, you know, Danny Ward's having a, you know, a, a, a good time. Let's uh, let's ask Casper to 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 leave, put him on the transfer list, and, and promote Danny Ward. I mean, you know, the fact that we let Banks go is still one of those things. But you know, history proof Shilton obviously was, was more than an able successor. But you know, again, I just don't understand why we haven't got a statue to this guy
1: well there's probably a few players we could suggest we're not sure why they haven't got statues but this is definitely what this is 100 percent one of them uh it's very difficult and I won't spoil anything for it but with the restrictions that are on a video to come it was very difficult to do a team um that that we've put to, that I've put together for us without being able to include. This man in it for his yeah. heroics for uh, club and country. He was a great keeper and a great mentor. I think if <laughs> Shilton maybe comes in and doesn't have someone like Gordon Banks there to mentor him, he doesn't pass the torch. I don't think Shilton, I think Shilton maybe doesn't come in until he's in his twenties, maybe if there was anyone else in front of him. Uh, he went above. He was just a brilliant phenomenon, and you know he'll always be remembered at Leicester for everything he's he's done. And like you rightly said, he probably deserves to come out of it with a trophy, uh, with a statue um, for 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 his time at Leicester because he was a phenomenal keeper and part of the trend, like Matt said, of some an area that Leicester have been blessed with at mm. certain points over the time in in the goalkeeping department. There's a lot that you compare him to, isn't it? it- he's Not he's too got too a high.
2: yeah I think he's got a statue at stoke um I those what kind of claimed him, but I mean you two again are probably too young to remember the uh, the save from Pelly in the seventy World Cup
1: say um, say I, would say, I was
2: going to say you've probably worn it out on youtube I mean you know matt how the hell? Ha- i mean Pelly was turning away to celebrate, wasn't he
0: yeah I mean it was different in those days as well for goalkeepers because one they didn't have they didn't have the gloves. And two, they they had very little protection from the referee. I mean, nowadays, a cross goes in. Anybody challenges, it's a free kick to the goalkeeper. In those days, you know, you caught the ball and you'd get barged and, you know, it would would be a goal if the ball went in. Um, So it was a much tougher role in those days. And, um, you know, Banks just made it look easy. I mean, the fact that he continued, uh, you know, he he played for a long time with a few clubs. When he left Leicester, he went to Stoke, won another League Cup there. Then he went over to America. Um, You know, fantastic. Sorry people. to
1: interrupt, Matt. Just give mm. give me a sec, Chris. I've got to nip out because it's just about to start raining, and we've got some washing out, and I'm really want to. The life,
2: life of a bachelor, eh? Okay, I know, mate.
1: Right? I back <laughs> see, in
2: a see you in a bit. Please, Matt, don't let your uh, your internet go while Brad's gone away sorting his washing My. out. <laughs> but yeah, there were there were a lot of proper, full, heavy leather balls, weren't they? Yeah.
0: Yeah, completely different, completely different game in those days.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. But, well, we are going to go on now, and I'm just trying to sort of mix this up a little bit here and um, bring in Huth. What, again, you know, I think he was a... Was he a free signing? Um,
0: well, I think there was a fee. I think he came in on loan, didn't he, at the start? Was and then it. He yes. in the yeah was it, Um, I mean... Uh, I'd, I would, I'd put him at
2: number three. Oh, um, he's well, he three million, sort of, million, apparently. It was uh, three rumored I mean, to I, be, yes.
0: That was a bargain, really, for the seasons that, <sighs> you know, the service that he got. I'd put him in at number three. Um, when he came in, that was when Leicester were dead and buried and we were down. Um, yes. 18 months later, we'd stayed up, and he'd won the Premier League. So you know, the impact again. This is about his best signing, So looking at the impact, the impact of him in those 18 months. Would we have stayed up? Would we have won the league without him? Um, I would say no. So he's, yeah. he's, he's got to be. A, he's got to be a three. He'd probably be higher up in the list if he if he'd stayed longer at the club. But you know, he was coming towards the end of his career. Um, had two or three seasons here. Um but yeah, def- definitely goes in the three, definitely edges out the yeah. other two into the impact that he made.
2: Yeah. Oh, this is what we say, the impact. He was what was needed at the time, Brad. I hope you've uh, hope you've sorted your smalls out. And,
1: yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Or or um, you Bridget Jones, whichever way you, uh, you you want to go with that. But uh, but
1: oh, yeah. I, I'm assuming <laughs> it's Robert Hoover on about here.
2: It is, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I have I have to agree. Um it was one of them that I th- I believe was brought in in January by Pearson yeah. and it, it coincided with the start of the revival of Leicester um, in The Great Escape. The performances yeah. instantly traversed as well. You know, even though Leicester weren't always getting the results in January and February, you could see from the instant he arrived the impact he was having when he was yeah. alone at Leicester and obviously... We all know what happened the following season with him at the, the, the steady voice at the back. And I think Morgan will will say that if it wasn't for having Huth at the back, he might not have been part of that starlet at defence that lifted the title because you needed that experience alongside Morgan. And, and I, I think for value, for for money, um he's definitely a talking point for our top five best signers because of his his, his impact, you know, signing-wise. Yeah. He was exactly what we needed. If we didn't get a quality player like then, I don't mm-hmm. think Leicester passed a great escape.
2: No, he, 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 by, exactly. he, he was what was his experience. I mean, you know, he'd, oh. he'd won a title, I think, at Chelsea. You know, yeah. he, he brought that calming influence. Even, and we'll move on to him now, Matt, you know, you've got Wes Morgan will come on to, and as good as he was, I think Huth made him a better player, and those two, like, you know, it was a case of nothing is going to pass.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'd put Morgan in, in four in that list at the minute, behind Huth, um, just because of the impact that Huth made in such a short period of time. Um, you know, Morgan you know, will rightly be um a Leicester City legend for the for, you know for what he's done, what he's achieved coming from the championship. Um I don't know if he's maybe fourth because he played for Forest. Maybe that's something that's uh
1: it's <laughs> not kind of that we, we far. take a, a Forest player play to our hearts like from that. From surely you put him because he realised his mistake and came to us after Forest. Maybe maybe
0: but I think I think in terms of again in terms of sort of the impact um Huth was you know I, I think he was instrumental in that i know morgan you know was the captain and he was the leader he scored that you know crucial goal against man united um in the title winning season he he saved a few things as well but for me Huth had, had a bigger impact um in those 18 months than morgan um which is why i'd, yeah. I'd put him slightly more but that's not to take anything away from you know morgan as a real club legend
2: no and and brad um he, he, I think Morgan did improve having Huth next to him.
1: Yeah, I would begrudgingly say that maybe Morgan doesn't make the top five. I would put him on that reserve bench now purely because I think if you're looking at what the sign did as an impact, he was brought in for two reasons. He's an absolute unit. So he could scare the wits out of def- out of attacking players in that box and rough and tumble, but he was a commander behind the scenes. I think his time at Leicester was extended for two- by two reasons: his ability to command respect in the dressing room, to hold the team together, and, and to deliver the messages across that was needed in the dressing room and on the training ground. But he was also had his playing career probably extended through the fact that he had players like Hoof alongside him, I think if, I very firmly believe, had it not been anyone of whose quality or experience Mm -hmm. alongside him, he wouldn't have played so many times as he did in a Leicester shirt. I I would say that, for me, Morgan goes on the waiting on the sidelines part of that chart. I don't see, as much as a legend as a club he is, yeah. For a signing for his impacts on the pitch, it wasn't improved until an experienced head came on. He was, yeah. in all fairness, until Hoof came in, he was a championship standard defender that maybe could hang about at the bottom end of the Premiership in the club. Because that's where Leicester were at that time. Yeah, but that's he may one. not
2: hang about at the bottom of this list because looking at some of these names that are coming yeah. up, I have I a feeling some of these are, are going to to to, to drop off.
1: Yeah. Um, I, 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 would, I, would like, I would like to put Morgan already out of it instead of having to see him get dropped out of it later no. on. I would put him on that yeah. but you, you, guys, we, we, you, you guys did the research more than me. I'm just the emergency. Uh, so I will let you put in where you feel.
2: Matt, um, this guy was. For me, I started to watch Leicester in the mid 70s. Um, I was just turning sort of um, 16, 17, and started to go on my own and what have you. And I mean, this guy was just. Magic in white tights, wasn't he? I mean, you know he again, when you come to think what he would be worth these days, but you know the legend that is Mr. Keith Weller.
0: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I was too young to watch him play live, but I've seen loads of videos um, mm. on YouTube, Ready's book, which is available at Blue Army Publishing. if people are interested, which is really interesting. read about mm. about his career at you know Chelsea, Tottenham. Uh, Millwall and playing for England, um, you know he's, he he has a goal that's played on the big screen before the the games at the King Power, which is a you know yeah. fantastic goal. And Alan Birchenall, who's you know been there since the seventies and you know sort of knows everybody. He talks so highly of Keith Weller. Um, you know, even though I didn't watch him play, it's impossible not to realise what a you know what a great player he was. Um, mm. But at the minute, he doesn't make the top five in terms of best signings because you know just because of the impact he was, you know, he was part of that entertaining team. Um, but they didn't win anything, and everybody else on that list has won something for Leicester. Um, you know, wow. and football is about winning things rather yes. than rather than entertaining. So he, he wouldn't make that list for me. I don't know if that's controversial or.
2: Well, uh, again, you know, we you know, football is about opinions and. At the end of the day, this is this is your your chart, and um, again, like I, say, I I'm a sort of a little bit older, but Brad, you know, you you've seen that goal against Luton. I mean, you know, you, people talk about the Maradona, the second Maradona goal against England in the World Cup. To me, this was as good as, if not better. But again, you know, um, we didn't win anything. You know, that team got described like Brazil. But unlike Brazil, like I say, they were uh, it was uh, close but no cigar for them.
1: Yeah, the, the problem is we're talking about signings. It doesn't have to mean they have to win anything. I think it we have to pick these on what they did. How, did they change anything dramatically at Leicester? I mean, Weller is a, a, a well-renowned name for how the whole of Leicester and just because he didn't win anything didn't mean he he wasn't an impactful signing. Like, well, we're not on about what did they win at Leicester. We're not, we're not picking top five players that won the most things at Leicester because otherwise we'd be picking five Premier League winners. That's all we'd be picking. You've got to look at when we signed Weller and the fee and and take into account the fee we paid for him at the time. What how much did he really impact Leicester? And 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 in a way he was he was probably more of the ones that stood out from an exciting Leicester Leicester City side. Mm. And just because he didn't win anything doesn't mean I wouldn't put him there. For me personally, on terms of what we paid for him and what he brought to the club, he did far more than Wes Morgan. I mean, I only go off what I see. I I would take an experienced head's opinion over mine on this case any day. But for me personally, yeah, well, I didn't win anything at Leicester. But boy, do you remember him. Boy, uh, I do think you he, have memories of him. I, I think I, I think I'm it so should
2: sure be in that. there ju- just for just for his white tights. To be honest with you, the fact just fact that he was that brave enough well. to wear those. <laughs> but no, the, I mean Matt. I, I, again, I would have him in, but this is your this is your five. All okay. I can say to that, Matt, I can I can only just say Unbelievable, this. Unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs>
0: i mean i'm not disputing he's a good he's a good player and he was you know he was a fantastic player
2: yes i'm just yes. looking
0: at the signers looking no, for the no. impact where were the club when he joined yes. And yes what where did they go to and from what i remember and again i may you know i wasn't around at this time but you know we were a decent team when he joined we we're a decent team when he left did he take us yes. to another level like some of those other people on the list yeah um you know, what impact did he have with battling relegation and he came in and scored the goals that mm. kept us up? Or did he I I mean I, again I wasn't around in that time, but I can't see the same impact that say Robert Hoof, where we'd I think we'd have yeah. probably gone down without him. Um I can't see that same impact from, from Weller, but again, I'm not I wasn't around then.
2: No, this is it though, isn't it? You know, it's you know, we've got twenty players here who if we did a top twenty, you'd have them all in, but you know, it well, is it is choosing that top five. And, you know, th- this This is why, to be honest with you, Matt, I get you in to do it and not me. <laughs> I'm not stupid, you know. I may look it, but I'm not stupid. Hey, the man with the most expensive shins in the world, Matt, Mr. Steve Claridge, 1.2 million pounds from Palace, I believe. Oh, no, from yes. Birmingham.
1: I thought it was Cambridge. Was that who we played against us? In
0: he played play-off.
2: against
1: the Cambridge and then yeah, he went yeah. to Birmingham. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That's... So... No, it was but Bir- no, it was Birmingham actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt said that. Yeah. I I got Oh, sorry, I Matt. I didn't hear games.
2: you. Sorry. Yeah.
1: No, it's not that- I-, I remember playing against this for Cambridge, yes. that's what I remember.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like we say, Matt, expensive shins. Yeah, I mean
0: in terms of signings, um, Claridge has got to be, he's got to be up there for the impact that he had. He came in, um, it was one of O'Neill's first signings. Um, You know, results were going against O'Neill. Leicester didn't look like they were going to make the playoffs. Um, I think he scored the goal that that sort of kickstarted that uh, run of form that led to the playoffs in 96. He obviously scored the winning goal in the 96 playoff final. Then he went and scored the winning goal in the League Cup final the next year. I mean, had he not scored that goal and we'd lost to Palace um, or he hadn't scored the goal uh, to, to kickstart the revival, then O'Neill would probably have gone. Um, probably wouldn't have enjoyed all of those Premier League games. Uh, you know, in the years that we had with with them, you know, Leicester City could have been a very, very different different club. It would have changed the course of everything else. I mean, I, I would put Claridge up in number in number two spot out of that list, um, purely for, you know, he came in pretty cheap as well, 1.2 million, um, and he just, you know, without him uh, and his goals, we wouldn't have gone up that season, probably wouldn't have kept O'Neill, and, you know, Leicester's future would yeah. have been completely different.
2: Almost one of those what-if stories, Matt, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, Brad, like you say, I mean, I'm just looking now. I mean, my god, that man's got more clubs than Sevi Ballesteros to, to, to quote an old yeah. joke.
1: Him, <laughs> him, and, him and Trevor Benjamin must have the same agent, I think. For the amount of clubs, they've <laughs> had gone bit alarmed that Matt's saying he came in cheap. That was not cheap. We paid a lot of money for him considering the time there, and then he came from Birmingham. That was not a cheap fee but it was worth every penny of it. Um, clinical moments, yeah, he had a lot of them. He didn't score easy tappings, did he? He liked to yeah. shoot them in, he liked to score from the outside of the box, but he definitely wasn't cheap. He might seem cheap because of what we pay, what you pay for players now, but he was not cheap. A, a lot of people were alarmed the amount we paid for him, considering he was the traveller man of, of, the, of the world at that time. I mean, he had stints all over the place. Um, but, yeah, very impactful. For the signing, though, actually, I would I, I would argue and reminisce. Two's generous. I, 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 yes, he scored the winner against Palace, and yes, he scored the goal against Middlesbrough, but he was in a side that had players that could unlock defences that could score these goals and may have scored these goals at different times. Would we have beat Palace without that goal? I'd have felt confident we'd have won on penalties. Would we have beat Middlesbrough without Courage's shin? Again, I'd have felt confident we'd have found a winner down the line. Let's not forget. We had, with... had
2: Kalic coming on in goal against Palace. Of course we would have won. He
1: <laughs> yeah, was going to go on and win it, win, win it for win us, it was wasn't he?
2: Well,
1: I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Klob has a lot of memorable moments, but in terms of... Overall rating as as a signing, I think he was yeah. fair for the price we paid. He had to deliver. Let's that's, that's not forget, yeah. for a million pounds for a player at that young day and age was a lot to ask for, especially when we were a, a league. We we were a Division One side, not a Premier League side. Yeah. And he took about ten. He took ten games to get going before he scored. And I agree mm-hmm. with Matt. When he did score, he started that revolution. But there was a certain Emil Heskey that stole the spotlight from him. And for me, I, mm. I I would not have Clarice that high on that list because I I, I, I know for a fact that Heskey would go there. Yeah. Over, I Grant can
2: Ridge. see how um, problem is though. Of course, Heskey wasn't a signing. Heskey yeah, came he was, to the system. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. so my,
2: my, <laughs> there's going to be more. Sorry, to try, to, try of, to make well, another Heskey North Heskey Macedonia moment for you there, Brad. But yeah, yeah. Wasn't a signing. But a sign-in. but, uh, but Matt, I mean, nine clubs he had before Leicester. 20 clubs he had after leicester but i was just counting it up there wow. and there's so many clubs that he actually played one game for i mean just to read the matter so after leicester uh he had five at brighton and hove albion which was a lot four at brent wentford four at wickham then he went to wickham permanently none at millwall one at gillingham One at Bournemouth, one at Worthing, one at Weymouth, one at Salisbury. He he like like get him in for a game, man, isn't it? But he was a journeyman. But he did. I agree with you, Matt. Sorry, Brad, but I do agree with Matt. He did change the course of our history, Matt.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there were better players than him, and that's why this is dif- difficult. Because I suppose it's subjective, yes. isn't it, as to what's uh a...
2: Oh, of course it is. Of course it yeah, is. Yours. Yes, yeah. What, what, Your, yes. Yours
1: and my list, mate, would be very different. I, I know that for a fact. So you, you're right. It is yeah. subjective.
2: But, uh, but Matt, right, Mr. Christian Fuchs, um, Fuchs, fans' favourite Fuchs, and um was it was he a free?
1: I believe he was yeah I think he
0: came what? from Schalke, didn't he I can't remember it was either yeah. free or it wasn't it was like a nominal fee but I mean he was um you know I think what everybody who, who was involved in that title winning team will be you know should rightly be remembered as as legends. Um I thought he was a you know fantastic defender and it's quite rare these days to have a fullback who can defend um he was almost like an old-fashioned defender loved a tackle um you know wasn't afraid of any 50 50 balls anything like that even got stuck in um my over well two memories of fuchs really one is that pass for vardy um for the man united goal when he called the yeah. record i mean it was just an incredible pass um and second was that you know the the volley was it the volley that he scored um was it Fleetwood in the cup? He scored like an incredible, it was,
2: Yes, I think it was, yeah. Incredible. Well, it was definitely um, the League
0: Cup, yeah. Yeah, and it was just the technique that, that he showed. Um, you know, he always seemed to play with a smile on his face. Um, he, for me, he, he doesn't make it into the top five ahead of anybody else on that list. Um, yeah. But you know, he, he was an incredible signing. And again, he's one of those that, you know, without him, would we have won the league? Probably not
2: and no. I, I know what you mean, though. As much as we love him, he probably doesn't quite make it into the top five for me. Um, Brad, it was almost like the Hotel California for Christian Fuchs. He, ended, he came on a three-year contract. It ended up staying about, well, how yeah. many years was it? I mean, you know, it was um, six, uh, six I think seven six years. years. Yeah, six yeah. or seven years.
1: He's one and he's of them, still yeah, playing now, say. of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you, like you said, I think he was one of them that the fans were always – love and always remember but when you're talking apart from the odd goal memorable goal like Max just described there there was also one against Crystal Palace I think it was where it thunderbolted into the top corner he's not really one of them that you kind of instantly think of as oh wow yeah Leicester best signing or one of the best signings he ever made he was impactful he was great and he was brilliant but yeah I can't see him being on this top five list because Mm. although you 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 could possibly, to a point, argue had any had any other left back come in of that calibre, we probably still would have done what we had done because it was the the matrix of of, of that side to to, to to play that way. I think Christian Fuchs was one of them that will be very glad that he chose to join Leicester a, 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 on that period.
2: Yes, yes. Um, I've no, who I've put there now. Muzzy, is it, Matt?
0: I mean, he, he was just a in, incredible, incredible player. And, um, you know, we we talk about the scouting system that Leicester have got at the minute, but, you know, to find him lurking around in Chelsea's reserves, um, I mean, he was brilliant. And, again, the impact that he made instantly for him to come from um, playing reserve team football, he'd never made a senior appearance before he joined Leicester. No. Um, yeah, he, he just slotted straight into that team um, that first season. He was, I mean, we spoke about Fuchs goals. I mean, the, you know, the overhead kick he scored. Um, you've got, the, there's a goal against Tottenham, I think it was, um, in the Don't Go Martin game. Uh, or was that against Leeds? So he might have scored another Leeds. one goal against Leeds. Leeds. Um, he was just, incredible um i'm disappointed he didn't get in the england squad um i know he ended up playing playing for turkey and played in the world cup semi-final but he'd have done a job in the england squad i think um like brad was saying with guppy if he was playing for a bigger club i think he'd have been called up to the england squad when we got relegated under taylor um and he stayed for that year in the championship he was just outstanding he just ran every single yeah. game he was head and shoulders above everybody else um it, you know he was what was he half the price i think of of claridge um mm. he played for us for so many years he made such an impact um and then when he went eight hundred thousand pounds well, he was a thousand and i think he sold for about three million when he eventually left yeah. uh to go to birmingham um I, I mean i would i'd put him i'd I, he's definitely above Clarice. I'm not sure about Albrighton. Um, in fact, yeah, I'll put him above Albrighton. I think he goes to number one um, at the minute on the list because he was there for so long. He achieved so much for the club um, and, you know, the memories that he he gave with some of those performances and he, he was part of a team that won trophies as well.
2: Yes. Brad, I think he almost, as Matt alluded to, there he almost single-handedly got us promoted back. Um, and there was a bit of confusion because he handed a, a a request in, then refused to join Middlesbrough because he didn't want to be seen to be jumping ship because we were we were struggling. Uh, I love the guy. Just for the goal at Grim, was it Grimsby the overhead
1: kick? Yeah, it was. It was Grimsby the overhead kick. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually at the Leeds game that Matt was on about where where he scored a screamer, you know, again, another one that never liked Tappins. I remember his goals against Villa, uh, Leeds in the Cup, where Nigel Martin came out, headed it, that was uh, lobbed him. You know, we, we thought the Scottish keeper was off his line. Well, is it did it with a promise if he did it every day of the week. He was phenomenal, like you said, and and this is why I I, I kind of knocked Claris down a little bit in the ratings because I think this was one that came in at around about the same time and was so, so more impact was unbelievable. He was probably yeah. one of the start. He was probably, in my knowledge, he, this was where the, the the relationship between Leicester and Chelsea in terms of deals happening uh, seemed to spring from because you know we, we've had some unfortunate players off them. Um, we won't go into details on a certain Mr Wise, but we've also had some good exchanges between us and Chelsea over the years. Seems like we've got a bit of a wreck. He, does, he doesn't
2: make the top 20 here, believe it or not.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I, I just He must have been 21st on the list of, in mind, wasn't he, Chris? He must have been 21st on your list. <laughs> that, you <know? laughs> but no, like, like I said, normally when a lone player comes in, they don't always... Go at you because they're not really bothered. Yeah. He could have easily just came up, got a few minutes under his belt, gone back to Chelsea, stayed mm. in the Premiership, maybe sat on the bench. And he was one of them that just hit the ground running and stayed with us, got us back promoted, stayed with us, and then in the end only went because he couldn't give any more to the club. And yes. if he gave any more to the club, we we couldn't afford him anymore. Um. So yeah, I'm glad with Matt putting him number yeah. one because I, I he he is my Complete and utter favorite of all-time, Leicester players. So I would have argued two for now to get him up there at
2: number one for now, at least. Matt, you, you you've done all right. Brad's finally agreed with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's taken about tw- ten players, but he's he's agreed with you. Hey, Matt, Elvis, and I don't mean a certain Mr. Hammond, but Elvis has entered the building. Um, sadly, no longer with us. R.I.P. Um, Frank this year, um, but Mr. Worthington.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was another one who, uh, you know, sadly I'm too young to have watched him play, but I've seen the videos, um, YouTube videos, read the stories about him. I mean, on the pitch, he was a real entertainer and you don't get too many players like that anymore. You know, he was a true maverick, scored some wonderful goals, not just for Leicester, but for other clubs as well, Um, played for England. um, You know, he was another part of that really entertaining. Uh, side in the 70s it's it's hard for me to it's really hard for me to sort of rank him because again i didn't see him i didn't see him play enough um again we didn't win anything during that time i can't remember him coming in and yeah. having a, a huge huge impact um compared to any of the others on on there so i wouldn't put him in the top five but again that's not saying that he's not a you know a top quality player.
2: No, no, we are going on on, on signings. I mean, Brad has obviously just had to nip off again. He obviously forgot to bring one of his pairs of underpants in. Uh, I mean, he he after he left us, he obviously went to Bolton. Uh, and then Birmingham, Leeds, Sunderland, Southampton, Brighton, Tranmere, Preston, Stockport, Cape Town Spurs, Chorley, Staleybridge, Celtic. He went to. He was at Weymouth. Whether that was at the doubt, he was the same time as Steve Claridge. Uh, but he's been around. But uh, he, like you say, he wasn't. He was an entertainer, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It's a shame we don't have more players like that these days to make it a bit more more entertaining.
2: I think, yeah, and I think, you know, back in the day, I think you know, when you were ew, Brad's back, when you an entertainer, um, you know, you, you it's almost like you know, you we didn't want entertainers, you know, like or oh, you a you know, you, you couldn't you couldn't play for England, but um, again, a man that should have probably had more caps to England. Brad, did you did you lose a pair of underpants on the line? Did you leave one out that you forgot?
1: No, I had to. I had to stretch out. I had to stretch out my back. It, give me a bit of dip and i didn't want people seeing me going cycle legs in the air so just not <laughs> yeah, well.
2: yeah. sorry. Well, probably probably not um, for those of us that are old enough to remember tis yeah. was the uh, the old dying ant dance um yeah. <laughs> yeah frank frank worthington would again you're probably only on, on on videos but it does annoy me how many of these players we had that should have played more for england you know, he played. He played eight times for England, and that is just for me. It, it's just, you know, uh, I, just, I just, it beggars belief to be honest with you. And I know we know when we're going to maybe talk about Southgate later tonight. or We are going to talk about Southgate later tonight. But yeah, at least you know, he does seem to pick players from other clubs. But back in the day, Frank should have had more than eight caps for England.
1: Yeah, he definitely should have. And again, it's so unfortunate. I'd love to be able to judge this entirety on on, on pure knowledge of, of seeing them all play. Unfortunately, I was born too late, in it, you know, and I, I I wasn't able to to see these players in in the flesh to to maybe argue a case to have these higher up on the list or at least yeah. make make the top five, because we know Frank was a, an absolute brilliant asset to the club, and he was by far. One of the best players that everybody, anybody, talks about. Leicester, and you ask them to remember a player that isn't from that's from an era. The first one that comes to mind is is the likes of Weather and Worthington. Uh So, I mean, he doesn't make my top five because I just don't know enough about him, and I, I I think it'd be dis in a way it'd be disrespectful to kind of chuck him in there, not really knowing how to judge him because yeah. I never really saw him. I can only go off on a what i saw and to take a guy out that i know a lot of and and, and saw their impacts it'd be very difficult for me to say oh well he goes in at number two because he's a, a legend of the game yeah um yeah i have to agree with matt that he, he just doesn't get in for that because we're just no. not that knowledgeable
2: we're gonna have to just speed it up a little bit now because we're uh we're just coming up to the hour mark but Rakani Sports, good evening to you. I put this up earlier. Um, you mentioned him there. It wouldn't be one of these shows, would it, Matt, without mentioning Ngolo Kante?
0: No. Um we we spoke earlier about the Leicester defence, people like Morgan and how much Hooth helped, but I don't think that uh, you know, Morgan, Simpson, Huth, Fuchs, that defence. The reason we were so good is because of Conte in front of them, yeah. not letting anything come through. I mean, he's just he was just outstanding. He was he came from nowhere um and was just world class instantly. And he's just, you know, it's only now really that he's left that he's getting the credit. I think that that he deserves. Absolutely fantastic player. I mean, for what we paid five million and sold him for what, thirty million after a year, it's it is such a shame that he left. Um he'd go up to number three in that list. For me, um, he would have been higher had he stayed for longer. Um, but, I mean, what what a signing he was and what a player he was.
2: In, indeed, Brad. I mean, you know, um, one of those amazing Steve Walsh signings. And, you know, he, he was brought in almost as a as – a, and we'll come on to him in probably next uh, – as a Cambiaso replacement. But – you know, as, as Matt said, five million and basically we got two players, didn't we?
1: Oh, didn't we just? Um, i I'd be inclined to maybe put him just over all Brighton, but in terms of value for the signing and, and the fact that he did it only in one season and it wasn't something we got to see over duration. I mean, if he'd have still been at Leicester and won a World Cup and a Champions League with Leicester and all that... I be down number one, but the fact that for his time and what we paid uh, and what we got for him, he was the big cog. He was the big part of that big cog in the machine that that, that held the glue together. I, I agree with Matt that if he's not there, we maybe don't do as well defensively and we certainly don't do as well in an attacking sense on the counter because he unlocked yeah. so many passes. He was, he was brilliant. He definitely deserves a top three definitely deserves
2: yeah. to be up there and the man he replaced matt uh and it can be what a signing as in you know we <laughs> it was one of those i mean you know your book what if and uh you know we nearly got croif this was up there with that sort of signing wasn't it
0: yeah i mean he was such a such a huge name um coming to coming towards after everything that he'd won at uh, real madrid into milan um you know argentina what a fantastic player i mean he was a proper superstar and i can't i still can't believe that we managed to actually pull that signing off um mm. you know it's one of those that when you hear the rumors that he we've been linked with him you think well there's no way he'll come to leicester because we'd only just been promoted at the time but he came yeah. and he was you know absolutely fantastic um brilliant brilliant player um suppose the only thing is he he was there for a year he was instrumental in turning it around but the bit that I think you sort of hold against him you don't know how true it is but you know the rumors that he didn't get on with all of the players um you know I know Vardy's put his book that he didn't get along with him um he he wouldn't make my top five but you know he was he was a quality player and you know probably one of the big reasons why we stayed up after the great escape season
2: yeah I mean Brad I, I, as you know, lived in Burnley for many years, and I'd saw players. I mean, you know, they had, uh, you know, the likes of Ian Wright there. They had Paul Gascoigne go there, and you know, when you when you look at that, and you're thinking like, as good as Paul Gascoigne was, he looked ordinary because the players around him just weren't up to that standard. Whether that was the case with Cambiasso, maybe wanting more from players that c- couldn't give what he was used to, but. For one season, it was just amazing to be able to see him, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, I think you'll be right. I think he stood out like a sore thumb in the dressing room. And maybe to a degree, it did upset a few players. Um, Bardi has not been shy in saying that in his book, a few others is you kind of saw it as well. I remember watching back over the season on the DVD and you could see sometimes he was flailing his arms. He was getting crossed and he was slouching his shoulders. And I think sometimes when a player of that caliber comes to a, it makes a shock decision to make a move to a a side like Leicester and what, what we were at the time. um, He demands the same level that he gives from everybody else. And, in the end, it came good to him. We all remember his goal um, against West Ham. The goal was on the way to the great escape. We also remember that goal that made it three all against Manchester United. Uh, he's one of them that, that. The the only issue is, we're looking at five signings that everybody will remember, even if they don't remember playing. They they remember them for Leicester, and I think he's one of them that you could, in a couple of years' time, forget that he was at Leicester because yeah. there's only flashes of his brilliance, and yeah. he was an arse sight to get through the door, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, A lot of people yeah.
1: suggested that he yeah. was only going to come to Leicester for a lot more than what others were going to offer him. So yeah. he doesn't make it so well, we, had,
2: we had We had him for a year. Uh, Ankit, good evening, RCB and Chelsea Fan TV. Check the channel out. uh kantish surely number one. I mean, I, I always think I'm biased towards Leicester and Kit, but you make me look like a like a. Amateur with your Chelsea bias. I don't blame you at all, mate. I don't blame you at all. But he is in there at number three, not quite number one. And I, I'm a sorry, Ankit, On this one, I've got to ask, what you've been drinking? Uh, Drink water. No, I don't. Uh, I don't think he uh, goes goes up. Well, Matty, I'm not, not included him in my top twenty.
1: Matty James was the better midfielder than Danny Drinkwater. That it is clear to pass to show that if that Matty James didn't get injured he would have been a more of a factor in Leicester and he
2: was better than drink water. And Matt, I think Canty was Canty that made drink water look good. Wasn't it? He
0: makes everybody look good. Um, Well, that's
2: true. uh, Okay. Let's um, bring up a bit more up to date now then. And Mr. uh, Ricardo Piera. Yeah. Ricardo,
0: you know, he's a really good player. I hope he, um, he overcomes his. He has a good preseason and gets over the injury, and he manages to recapture the form uh, from sort of the, the season ago um, when you know he just looked at outstanding, absolute world beater, and unfortunately yeah. suffered with injuries last year. Um, he was a you know a real good gift from Powell. um You know whether it was him signing it or whether it was the people behind the scenes, but you know fantastic player. Um, he wouldn't make the top five. For me, um, right. as signs, you know, I think he's been absolutely brilliant, but um, you know, I'd like to see him at club a little bit longer and see, you know, what, what he does before we can start thinking yeah. about putting him in the top five.
2: Yeah, um, a green band, I think he'd like you say he's probably got to be here a little yeah. bit longer.
1: Yeah, I think he, you know, you, you've got. He's great value for what we paid for him, but he's not in the top 20 discussion for, for me period no. well, he's not in a top top 20 or not a top five discussion for me because he's had injuries and he you know he's just he's been decent, he's been very good for what we paid for him. But this is one we're gonna talk about in years to come more than anything. Yes.
2: Yeah, Matt, let's put these two together. You can probably split them up, but again. Um, probably the uh, the Huth and Morgan of the time, Matt Elliott and Steve Walsh. Would you put either of those in the top five at all?
0: I mean, Steve, Steve Walsh um, for me would go into number two in that list, um, if not number one at the minute. I am torn. Um, I think just the fact that you know he came in um, a young lad, he, he was you know so loyal to Leicester, he was Mister Leicester. Um, he scored some incredible goals. He saved some, uh, you know, one of some amazing points from his defensive ability. Those two goals against Derby in the playoff final, I mean, he had an injection before that game just to play that game, which ended up causing him uh, health issues later on in his life. I mean, he literally put his body on the line um, for Leicester City. He was there for so long, um, you know, proper, proper club legend. Um I, I, yeah, I'll yep. put him at number one. He was captain. Um, he was a goal scorer. He was a goal stopper. He, he just did. He did everything. He was Mister Leicester. Yeah.
2: Overshadowed Matt Elliott, or would you? You know, I mean, you know, he he did his fair share. Got the the, the couple of goals at Wembley that beat Tranmere.
0: I put Elliot above Edge, I put uh, Elliot in fifth um, on that list. Uh, you know, he was he was a great signing and an absolute bargain. Um, as well, there were rumors that he, he was going to go to Liverpool, and Robbie Fowler's actually come out and said that if Elliot had signed for them and shored up their defence, he's convinced they'd have won the league in the late 90s. So, mm. you know, that's, you know, Robbie Fowler knows a lot more about football than I do. Um, you know, yeah. he, he was another one who could, you know, he could defend, he could score goals, he
2: was an absolute,
0: um, absolute rock at the back.
2: Yes. Your quick thoughts on those two, Brad?
1: Well, yeah, about both pivotal in for Leicester both absolute bargains I mean we got Elliot from was it Oxford we got him from yeah. Oxford United yeah. I could have played at a lot higher club level than Leicester back then uh, that was no disrespect to me club but there was a lot of bigger clubs that he could have ended up as uh probably the only decent thing to to come out of Scotland in a long time to be fair to him <laughs> um and yeah we, we he, he's they're the two players that you could look at in, in this genre and go, well, we wouldn't need to worry about strikers getting injured, because we just took tr- them up front, because they could score a yeah. few as well, couldn't they? Yeah, oh, definitely, they definitely could. get them
2: in they that, could. Put yeah. them in that top, top five. Yeah. Now, Matt, I'm, I'm making this really, really hard for you because I've, I think, left um, four, possibly five really difficult choices for you here. Um Fafana I mean again I think I know where this is going it's early days but again you know Real Madrid rumoured to be coming in for him
0: I mean Fafana looks you know the real deal um when we were on the show doing the um talking about the team performances for last season Mm -hmm. you know Fafana was outstanding um you know he's come in um quite a lot of money for a young lad, but, you know, he's worth every penny and then more. Yeah. Um, and he's come in and he's so confident, so self-assured. He looks absolutely brilliant. And it's not surprising to see him linked with the bigger clubs. Um He wouldn't make the top five for me at the moment because, as you say, he's, he's been in, he's been in for one season. He's been outstanding. Um But I'd like to see him do more for us um mm-hmm. before he can go, before he can get into that top five.
2: Yeah. I mean, Brad. It is, you know, when he went off injured, uh, in the, was it the Tottenham game, and he was in tears. You know, I mean, it just kind of, I, I, and to be nasty, but I couldn't see. You know, Chilwell would probably be quite happy that he was going off and having a rest. You know,
1: um, yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Yes, yeah. And good evening to Dan from um Turf More TV how Turf Morehouse TV. Let me get that the right way round. Uh Morehouse being a brewery, that's why I can't speak, you see. Um and when he's going beautiful bunch, I think he's talking about me. You know what I mean? Especially uh, especially as where you were last night, uh, Dan. We won't go into that. <laughs> um we are coming now now. Let's have a look at Mr. Nindidi. That yeah team.
0: indeed he's a great player um and i think this season when he's not played and last season actually when he's not played we've we've shown just how crucial he is to the team he's he's almost as crucial as as kante but i don't think he's quite on kante's level yet i think he could get there but i don't think he's there just yet he's great at tackling he's great at intercepting and stopping play um but he doesn't have that uh, he's not He's not able to start the attacks and have that sort of play those killer balls like Kante does. Um, yeah. You know, fantastic player. Um, again, not in the top five at the moment, but, you know, definitely one potential. You look surprised with that, Brad.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think you're being a bit critical. It's a bit harsh to compare to Kante. There's no one in the world that compares to Kante. I think Wilfred and Didi, when Kante left, We were never going to replace him. We're never going to replace him. No no fan thought, no matter who came in there, they were going to get scrutinized, going to put under the microscope. And now there's people that compare the two. I would at least put him just ahead of Elliot. I agree that he's not going to get ahead of Kante. There's no way he can get ahead of Kante because Kante's always going to be a step ahead of him. But I'm surprised you don't put him in your top five, Matt. I'm I'm just surprised you don't put him in there. I think... You know, Kante was supposed to be irreplaceable. And to the, we've probably got, if if you asked any club, okay, you want to buy a central defensive midfielder um, and you can't buy Kante, they would turn around and say, well, we want Indeedy from Leicester. I, I think a lot of people have, uh, would take Ndidi in a heartbeat for a central defensive midfielder. Actually, I would put him in my top five. I think he's warranted being picked with but I can see why you may have just edged him out. I because you've got because we've got Kante down in fourth. I would definitely say he's contending to be in the top five. But I, I, I just found it very maybe ubercritical of the comparison towards Ndidi and Kante, because that's like trying to compare oh, that's like mm-hmm. trying to compare Ronaldo to... to Someone to be better than Messi at Barcelona. You're not going to
2: do it. I think. I think the problem we've got here is the fact that it is a five. Do you know what I mean? Because any yeah, of the, like I say, if we made it a top twenty, every well, I think it's twenty-one. Everyone would would be in that top twenty for me because you know I I think the the twenty best signings we, we've made, uh, and I think just. It, it it is a hard job, and like I said, this is why I I give it to Matt, and, um, yeah, <laughs> and rather than Matt myself. Well,
1: and yeah. down to five, mate, because I think I'd probably be still stuck here with ten. <laughs> yeah, to,
2: yeah.
1: I, I, I'm sorry. Really I, I I
2: I've just had a. I mean, Dan, you're in the bath. I don't. Um... This isn't <laughs> that sort
1: of channel, Dan. We don't. We don't know, Dan. We don't need to know about your bath your bubbles. <laughs>
2: if you tune this because babe stations down (laughs) hi dan (laughs) welcome along um right now then um young uh mr matt um interesting last three mr schmeichel is he gonna make it into your top five he is gonna make it
0: into the top five um where he goes is this is where it gets it gets really really tough but i mean he's another one who um, you know, he started off at the top, didn't he, at Manchester City? And I remember him breaking into the team then. I think he was going for a clean sheet record when he first came through as a youngster. They ended up at Notts County, um, then he ended up at Leeds, and then he came to us. Um, not, I wasn't really sure when he joined. You know, just how good he would be, but you know, he he has, um, you know, he has won us points. He has single-handedly won us games. Um, he is, you know, a true leader. Um, y- you can see that the way that he's sort of rallied the the, the players. I know he's the vice-captain, but, you know, the way he's rallied the players in, in the disasters that we've had, the, the way he yeah. was with the um, Christian Eriksen incident.
2: Um,
0: yes. The other week. And, of and course, the know, helicopter really with, 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 uh, yeah.
2: with, with Kuhn Ruchai um, as well. And... um. <sighs> Just sorry, just to sidetrack, because Ankit's just said here eh, Switzerland have gone one nil up against France. Can I just say, Dan, that the, the you know, the the standard of the conversation, as soon as you come into the room, has totally gone down, you know, <laughs> below gutter level here. And I'm sure if if Brad wants to come and part your water <laughs> we I'll were... turn it
1: into the same colour as wine, I just won't say how.
2: <laughs> you two should get a room, uh, Matt. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't sort of find out um, where we were putting Casper.
0: I think the thing with with Casper is, would we have uh, would we have stayed up without him in the Great Escape season? Probably not. Mm. Some of the saves he made and the points he won, would we have won the league without him? Probably not. Would we have won the FA Cup without him? Probably not. And he cost a million. Um, he's been there for he's been with us for so long now um,
2: 10 years just in the 10 years yeah.
0: mm-hmm. um, I'm going to put him number 2
2: mm, number 2 so bye bye Matt um, not you Matt <laughs> obviously uh, and we jump Casper up to number 2 now then, the two that we have left. Um I've got to go from for Riyadh here. Amazing, amazing player for me. Um his copy back with the way he left. Uh but Matt, you know, where are you going to put him?
0: So to cut the suspense, he doesn't make he doesn't make the top five. Um he oh. was an absolute bargain by was he half a million or something like that
2: yeah something um, ridiculous wasn't it when we
0: we're in the yeah when we we're in the championship sold him for what 60 million um he was a, you know, a truly world-class player um him, his performances during the title winning season were you know just remarkable um the thing that lets him down for me is is the way that he he left the club um his, his comments afterwards, and the fact that after the first season there were games where he he didn't look like he was, he didn't look like he wanted to be there. um mm. After that you know, incident when he went on strike and he was sitting in airports trying to find a new club, um, yeah. it did leave a bitter taste in my mouth. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm one of the fans who applauds him when he comes back because of what he achieved with Leicester, and I don't think we'd have won the league without him. Um, but he. he, he I wouldn't put him in that top five ahead of anybody else. There,
2: I can see where you're coming from. I mean, Brad, you know the, and as as you and me, you know, well, certainly myself, um, I'm not going to criticise anybody who claims depression, which is what he was he was doing at times, and you know, he had time off from playing. You know, maybe had he not missed those games. That season we may have, you know, actually qualified for Europe again. Who knows? But um certainly certainly again, certainly in, in the top twenty. But he he did he did kind of blot his copy books, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he did, and he really annoyed me as 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 a person. I don't like him. I didn't like his arrogance when I worked at the grounds and saw him around here. I can respect someone for a talent. I can respect what he can do on the ball. But the thing is, you ask, you you go and ask Man, Man City fans. They'll tell you he goes missing. When mm. he's not there, they feel like they're down to 10 men. And, and there was a lot of times at Leicester where if he couldn't be bothered, he was showing his time as a fan, miserable, I don't buy it. I'm all for men, men, mental health. You know my sufferings with it, and I, I, yeah. I, I'm a big advocate of it. Don't buy it from him. I'm sorry. I think he's talking absolute tosh. Say coming out saying we cost him two years for his career. Sorry, you'd be stuck in you'd be stuck in the French the bit. second division. I can't stand him. I don't like or St. <laughs> Mirren. <laughs> yeah, all St. Mirren. Yeah. Yeah, you ran away from St. Mirren. Yeah, great. No, don't like him. And honestly, he was his first season in the championship, he was only just better than Knockart. I mean, you look at Knockhart's career and what he did at Leicester and what he's gone on to achieve since in comparison. If he didn't commit himself, we we we'd have probably only got about four million for him if he couldn't be bothered. Mm. Uh, I don't like him. I don't care for him. I don't want him to ever return to the club. I don't care what he wins either. He's an arrogant, stuck-up person. Not a great signing. Great talent, but not a great. Not not one that I'll be happy to remember in years to come. Really, do not like the guy.
2: Brad, don't sit on the fence. Come out and say what you really... Yeah, right. I don't like to leave my opinions in there.
1: it's a balance, but... <laughs> hey, hey,
2: it's football. It's all, it's, it's all about opinions. I always wonder, Matt... I mean, he did stay an extra season. He did give us the um, Champions League season. But do you think he was actually jealous um, with Canty's move to Chelsea?
0: um i don't know i'm not sure if it was jealousness as such um i don't know if it was more he just he wanted you know the money maybe he just wanted the bigger stage um i'm not sure i think he, he sort of he came to Leicester and i, I think in his mind he'd, he'd outgrown the club um and he wanted to be with a club who could challenge for for the Champions League i think if we'd done better that season um in the league it might have been it might have been slightly different, but I think to be honest, he was probably always going to leave. He was just here until he could find something else. Um, I don't think Kante's move had anything to do with it, but, you know, he came in for cheap. Leicester made a lot of profit from him, uh, Mm. you know, and he helped to win the He helped to win the league. So, you know, he's good signing, but just not in the top five.
2: Right. We got there. Um, First ever million-pound player from a non-league club. Um, we saved him from a life of repping in Ibiza, which, let's be honest with you, some, some, some of us mere mortals would probably enjoy. But uh, he came close. We um, stu- stood by him. Another chairman put his arm around him a couple of times. Coon, um, when, uh, when he was alive. Um, Mr. Vardy. I'll just sit back and let you uh, let you in, enjoy the moment, uh, Matt.
0: I mean, he, he you know, has been fantastic. I have to say, I didn't know anything about him when we signed him, and I did think yeah. we've really paid a million pound for a non-league player. And I probably wasn't alone thinking that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what you know, what a player he's been, and what a servant to the club. Um, you know, everything that he's achieved. I think during the title-winning season. Um, his uh, going for the goal record against Van Nistelrooy, I think that took a lot of pressure off the players because the media were focused on, is he going to be, is he going to equal the record, or how many go- goals is he behind now, rather than focusing on on the teams. So I think that's that short period of time when he was going for the record that took a lot of pressure off the team, put the pressure on his shoulders, and he was more than happy yes. to. To take that, and uh, you know, and he did beat the record as well. I think he's put Leicester on the map as well. Um, you know, because his story kind of mirrored Leicester's story. This kind of uh, you know rags to riches, if you like. Um, you know, totally unexpected. Um, I think he's been a fantastic servant to the club. Um, he turned down Arsenal as well, didn't he? he had a chance to leave. Yep. Um, well, chance who to doesn't
2: leave. turn down Arsenal? Let's be honest with you. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, but, I mean, from what I've read, he was offered a hell of a lot of money. Yes, he was. No joking there. aside. Yeah. Um, and they were a team uh, who were, you know, regularly competing for Champions League places, regularly winning FA Cups. Um, at the time we'd won the league but then you know we, we were struggling there's no guarantees that we were going to get back to competing for anything um you know he's been absolutely incredible and the fact that he's still doing it now as well um is you know last i know he had a, a he didn't score as many the second half of the season but he was you know fantastic for the first half um golden boot winner the season before you look at ianacho and how well he's done um you know, and and Vardy seems to be playing really well with him up front. He's not, you know, has come up and playing alongside him. He doesn't seem to be jealous for the goals that I'nacho is scoring. He's, you know, seems to have adapted his game and he's helping Inacho out. Um, you know, he's there to celebrate him. I, I would put him number one on that list for the all-time signing. Um, you know,
2: Ooh, which, drops, which drops which uh, drops Ingolo out. So uh, yes. yeah, I mean. <sighs> I got, I, 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 to be honest with you, I wouldn't have, I couldn't put an argument up against that. And that is another one of those moments. Unbelievable, Jeff! <laughs> Just me being a kid, I love that. But yeah, an unbelievable signing, Brad.
1: Oh, definitely. Matt summed it up perfectly. I mean, I was one, just like Matt, that when I heard the rumours and the bids were going up and there was other clubs, I was thinking, well, let him have it. Let them have him. Mm. What's he going to do? Why are we paying such ridiculous money? He's a bloody conference. Nobody cares. He's not going to do anything. Yeah, it shows what i well know, doesn't it? You know what I mean? It shows what we all know. He'd be a football manager, right? And, yeah, yeah, he came in, cost a million. And, you know, considering at one point until... Pearson and the the board put his arm around him. He looked like he was going to be the most expensive blowout on a million uh, since Charlie Sheen probably went to Vegas this one time. But, Mm. you know, he came good. He got the goals. He got the confidence. And look what we got. We got a world-class player. I mean, you you look at a list and we talked about a few players throughout the whole thing, the whole show tonight, about players that criminally got starved of England caps or misused Mm. by England. That's probably why they didn't get enough caps. He is the pinnacle of somebody who got robbed of an England clear, career and in the end kind of probably did the right thing by himself. He yes. he was one of the I never I it took different topic for a different time, but I I, I could talk about my displeasure around the shearer and skulls retiring at, at 26, 27, 28. Well, however they were, retiring from the national country when they were getting games for England. This guy knew that England were mucking him about and weren't going to get it, and he'd rather play an extra four years on his career than get yeah. messed around trying to force himself into an international circuit. And it's paid dividends for him. He made the right decision yeah. then, and I'm sure he stands by it, and I'm sure he's got to be sat on the sofa than being yeah. 34, trying to get into a, a squad... In the Euros well, yeah.
2: we've got, and of course, it's better, it's better for Leicester. But we've got a great yeah. top five there, and a couple of those in yeah. there that I think we'd both of us, we'd we'd have well, all, both both of us, all three of us would have back in the squad now as well. Guys, mm. thanks very much for that. Amazing, like you say, it's 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 football. It's opinions. That's what it's all about. Uh, <laughs> sorry Dan yes uh, thanks for reminding us of that um his head was in the sand he was an ostrich <laughs> but then he just grew <laughs> Dan you're awful you are but I'll, I'll love you to bits thanks very much thanks to Dan uh Ankit Mel and all the others in the chat uh Michael David it's been great Matt thank you very much I know it was a hard a hard choice but we got there and um uh, thank you very much for doing that and coming on and we'll see you soon
0: yeah great thanks both thanks everyone for watching
2: but yeah thanks a lot matt cheers all the best mate take care um i know he's got to go with his kids. brad we'll see you later in the uh later tonight thanks for popping on at the last minute um hope hope we didn't let your uh your underwear get too
1: wet no no look it only just started so i i just ran out and just <laughs> it, was all, it was all on like a, forward. Not yeah anyway, so anyway. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I can't remember what they're called now, that's gonna bug me. But um yeah, I've enjoyed it. I, I don't mind being a super sub when it's something like this. It's very subjective. Yeah. I, I, I can mm-hmm. tell you yeah. for a fact that there's probably a different five I would have had in the end, and maybe position wise than yeah. what oh, Matt cool. caught with. But that's the that's joys of doing something like this.
2: We're not always going to agree. No, um, no. We, we are fo- two footballers, and you'll always get two different opinions. Exactly. Um, Brad, we'll see you at quarter past ten. Thanks very yeah. much for coming on. A minute a minute before we were about to go, well, we were late going live, and I was panicking because Matt's internet wasn't working, and I, I could see him, but I couldn't hear him. But thanks very much for popping on, and we'll see you in uh, an hour and three quarters.
1: Yes, I'll see you then. Hopefully, France can turn their game around against Switzerland because I don't no, know we League. want
2: Switzerland. We want Switzerland, but that's no, a, but that's I... another story for another night. Brad, I'm yeah. going to have to go, but I uh, appreciate. Oh, you see, I've even set uh, even set Amazon off <laughs> somehow. There, Brad, take care, mate. I'll see you at quarter past ten.
1: See you,
2: then, mate. See you. Cheers. Thanks a lot. So there we go. Um we'll be back straight after Lester this. The till I die TV. The home of the FA Cup winners 2021. Oh and we have a Premier League trophy too. So there we go. Um Ankit, thanks very much. Um good show, be um good stuff, lads. Big up Melina, thanks very much there. Great show, lads. And she wants to big up Brad and um Dan cracking show. Cheers, Dan. Thanks very much, mate. Hope you enjoy your bath. Um, We want to keep a man from his bath. And uh, Brad's gone because he's on his way up to see you, ready to part your water. I think part was what he said. But uh, anyway, (laughs) those are our top five best ever. Now, as we say, now that's what we call Leicester City's best ever signings in fifth place the free signing from Villa and they probably wish they'd never let him go Mark Brighton. in fourth he came on loan from Chelsea for a bit had never played the first team game 800,000 pounds got in there at number four Mr Muzzy is it third <sighs> Mr Lester? 10 years he's been with us came from Leeds rumors were he didn't want to come at the start yeah, it's not done bad for somebody that didn't want to come, is he? Um, amazing guy, amazing character. Uh, Kasper in at three. Captain Fantastic, Steve Walsh. Yeah, well, you know, I think he'd have probably stayed with us longer and in some other capacity had it not been for Turniphead Taylor. Um, yeah, thanks, Peter Taylor. You, you, you. It's another show we've got coming up about how bad you were. But first, a million pounds, non-league player. What the hell were Leicester thinking of? What what team in their right mind would spend a million pounds on a non-league player? Leicester City. And we've got our money back in spades. Guys, we're gonna be back actually in about well, yeah, one and three quarter hours, quarter past ten. We've got the big game coming up. Uh England versus the Germans. Yeah, we've got the Germans coming up tomorrow, of course. Uh, Let's hope he doesn't go to penalties. My heart won't stand that. Gareth, I've got heart problems. So what we're going to be doing at uh, number 10 is uh, quarter past 10. uh, Brad will be back, and we'll also have um, Stephen coming on. Uh, Click those reminder buttons, and uh, we will be talking about Mr. Southgate. Is he all that? Or is he not all that? Is it Southgate in, Southgate out, or is it Southgate Shake It All About? If you want to tune in and catch us on any of our shows in podcast form rather than video form, you can do that. Um, All the podcasts on all the main platforms, including Google, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon. And um, I say, if you are watching on YouTube, please, please, please give us a subscribe. We would love you forever. Guys, thanks very much. Great show. Love doing those sort of shows. It is all about opinions. Matt summed it up, and I think he's got a damn good top five there. See you later, guys. See you at quarter past ten. Good night. Hello,
1: Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest
2: updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
1: Some people are on the pitch they think it's all over. It is not. Podcast
2: Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network.
2: TalkSport. Powered by fans.